0: what's up everybody it's another episode of the adventure boost podcast hanging out with my buddy chad uh recording live and in person uh we talked about it in the last episode uh, but we just missed being in the room together so
1: one of us missed being in the room together
0: he was lonely. He got low. He was very lonely. And so we're back uh, to talk a little bit today. This is kind of a special one uh, because we've got a fun event coming up uh, for our LifeWay students team and for all of those that are engaged in student ministry to get you back, get you ready to launch into next year. And so the launch event, it's a free live stream. It's happening August 19th, uh, 1 to 3 p.m. Central Time. Wait, it's free? It's totally free. Uh, it's a live stream. We like using the live stream instead of like like a, a video thing, because it actually is going to be happening live. Like yeah. something, if, the power, if the power trips, it trips, and we have to figure out what to do. Uh, we, are, we are doing it live. We're going We're doing live uh, on Thursday, August 19th uh, with some of our friends. we got guests and student ministry. This year's a little different, though. I think uh, last year for the event, we covered a lot of bases, yeah. students, parents, volunteers, yourself, and it felt a little bit like it was fun and exciting, but we got a lot of feedback of like, wow, I'm tired. We had no yeah. bathroom breaks. It was like very intentionally to be like overclocked to the max, to the hilt. So this year— and, and we did short, quick talks. Short, quick talks. Which
1: will continue, Continue
0: right? this time. There's a little bit of a spicy format that I won't give all of it away because I do want some of it to be like yeah. a surprise. Yeah, but a lot of our guests are live. There's some funny bits from Chad and I, apologies if they're not as funny as we think they are. We thought they were hilarious, uh, but the idea of uh, it all being around the leader in the ministry. So you, the youth minister, the youth pastor, the youth director, how do you launch in a way that you could set sail into this next year, feeling like you have like the wind at your back and not in your face? Because <laughs> I think for a lot of us, last year was like, can I just even? do the thing that I've been hired to do or asked to do. And this year it's, do you have anything left to give? And the thing that we're going to say is you probably don't, but you don't have to because you were never supposed to. Anyway, and so we're going to talk about uh, the power, of the actual wind in our sails, the crew that goes with you, and some of the things that anchor us together. So a lot lot of boat imagery. A lot a of nautical, nautical themes. It's a nautical theme uh, this year for launch. We're really excited uh, having some friends share live uh, for your questions in the chat. So the private YouTube link for the live event uh, means that like you can comment on it happening as it's happening and steer the conversation oh. steer the ship so if you heard someone share and you're like wait 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 talk about that a little bit more the conversation could change because of what you ask you're not going to want to miss it uh, so carve out some time for you and your crew august 19th for launch and so chad that's the stuff i want to ask you so this today. is like
1: trl from the late 90s. <laughs> it is uh yeah
0: ben Trueblood, carson daly and i'm there it just kind of looks like He's carson. Got that vibe we'll get him a leather jacket yeah <laughs> We're in Times Square. We're holding up posters, asking questions in the audience. I'm yes. just
1: singing Alanis Morissette songs. That's it, man. I'm just out DJing in the back. An ironic <laughs> Don't
0: you think? Don't you think?
1: Love... Sorry. Sorry, I got
0: away. <laughs> Easy jewel. Uh, so we're gonna talk a little bit about some of those themes getting you ready for that event. There's actually gonna be a little pre guide that'll come out for those that sign up for the launch event. I wrote it. You did. You did write yeah, yeah. it, yeah, you did. After editors get a hold of it though. It's gonna look great.
1: So yeah. yeah. Sometimes I'm like <laughs> Well, that sounded really good. And you're like, you didn't write yeah. that one. How
0: did that napkin turn into this? That's <laughs> yeah. fantastic. Yeah, that's alchemy. Uh but the conversation around what I think fuels us in ministry or the, the wind that powers our sails, the outboard motor
1: uh that keeps the boat going. And so Can I be honest, every time you and you've said it a couple of times, the wind that powers my sails. Yeah. That is that is one of the cheesiest statements. I know, I've ever heard.
0: I know, I know. But like, but there's something about that. that I, if there was a better way to say it. I just, I don't. There
1: want, are lots no. of better ways. To,
0: <laughs> how? Okay. The all right, all right, Wordsmith. How do you talk about something that is not derived from your effort that powers something
1: else? The wind that powers <laughs> my sails is. Pretty good with the nautical feet. So the wind in your
0: sails. Right. Okay, cool. Not beneath your wings, but in your sails. And so that's the conversation today is the thing that fuels us uh, in ministry, the thing that keeps us going, the thing that actually makes it happen. Uh, I think there's a a real tension and irony. We've heard it in some other podcasts about church leadership over the course of this summer. We see it play out in a lot of folks that are encouraging, equipping, or coaching ministry leaders. Um, There is stuff that we can do. 100%. Hundred percent. There is, you know, stuff that we can make copies. There is rooms that we can clean. There are volunteers that we can onboard and train. But at some level, after all those layers, it, it's not up to you, my man. Sure. Right? For all the right preparations you can make, there is still a, a range or a zone or a, a, a layer beyond to do a Marvel yeah. Cinematic Universe reveal. A layer beyond that's not up to us in our control. Right. How do you grapple with that? How do you work with that? How does that make you not feel devalued in
1: what you do? And then how does that help you value the importance of knowing that it's not always up to you? Right. One of the things I'm excited about and what you're talking about here is, you know, everybody's kind of getting ready for the fall, going into it, all these kind of things. Grand plans. Right. And I think whether you're a youth pastor, who if you're here right now and you're like, I have no idea what is going to happen in the fall— I think the launch is going to be a great place for you to come, maybe get some ideas, be encouraged. But, yeah, yeah, be encouraged. <laughs> um, you know, m- maybe sit down and plan a couple yeah. things. Right, share it about in the chat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, hey, what, hey, what are you guys doing? <laughs> if you uh, don't mind sending me the yeah. calendar, that'd be great. Um, but, but then this on- isn't Sequoia <laughs> Baptist Church. Close enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know, for for everybody else, I think it's an opportunity. Uh, A little bit of the the calm before the storm, right? And and we need that opportunity to self-reflect, evaluate, and really ask the the question of like, who, maybe I just ran a sprint, camp's over, all these kind of things. How am I? How's my relationship with my wife or spouse? And uh, are my my kids still Do my kids have clothes for school? All these kind of things. Uh, And and, then just to gear up, to yeah. be encouraged by other youth pastors, put our eyes, focus on on Christ and Him alone, and uh, and be encouraged kind of going into the fall. I think it's going to be really, really awesome.
0: It's vital, and I think it's one of the things that—you we you, you talk a lot about the the bell curve of ministry maturity uh, and how there's like these first few moments where we, we know that we're utterly dependent on God because we feel like we have no idea what we're doing. But there is this season after being in youth ministry for a while, and I think even— in some of the consciousness that we have, like there are some things that, uh, you know, we learn how to do. We know how to do. Like there, you know, you, you do something enough times uh, on a weekly basis. You get right. practiced, you get rehearsed uh, of what needs to be done. And there's a confidence that come, can come from that. But sometimes in that confidence, we lose our dependence. Mm. And when we lose our dependence, we start doing things out of like function instead of out of faith. Yeah, And I think it's really necessary for those of us who feel like this fall um, is a chance to just get back to routine. Uh, I'm not praying that you would experience disruption, but I am praying that you would uh, be found faithful in the things that you're not able to do. If that's a dangerous thing to say or pray, I hope that you're found faithful in the things that were beyond your capacity uh, in all of your preparation. Because I think for so many of us, um, we will find ourselves being less faithful, when we feel fulfilled by what we can do or perform. Uh, And that's not what your ministry needs right now. Your students are hurting. Your uh, adult leaders are hurting. Your volunteers are trying to mentor students in a season that they themselves have not yet processed, and they need you to be deep in the center of dependence on God um, before you ever grab a microphone or take a stage or preach a sermon or lead a meeting. Um, And in some ways that core of faithfulness of, of trusting and knowing that here's my ship, here's my sail, but it's the wind that moves me uh, is not just a good metaphor, but a biblical one. Uh, It is the spirit that leads. I think for, at least for my faith tradition, that's not something that often gets talked about uh, because it was always either like made small or kind of made other Uh, But there's a real spirit dependency that your ministry needs that you as ministry leader, director, pastor, minister should be seeking out in prayer with your leadership, volunteers, staff, student leaders, whoever it might be to seek that out for this season. Because more than the new logo you're going to unveil or the tightening of the program that you have or the cool new event you're going to kick off the fall with, I pray, I pray that there is a spirit dependency in what powers your ministry not just like a thing that you do as part of the lineup it's the prayer between like songs and sermon or whatever like but truly like it is the thing that like our ministry runs
1: on like our dependence in our prayer yeah it's so good uh, i think i think the real worry is and and i know at times i'm i've been guilty of this of it <laughs> the the quote-unquote god element Sometimes can feel like the transition, yeah, um and that's a real travesty, right? Like it, even in like a conference or things like that, like it can all become around the like practical practitioner part, yeah, of like training and learning. You yeah. know what I mean? And then like on the way out the door, it's like, hey, make sure you guys pray. <laughs> You
0: know what that's I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like God, God is moving at camp. You're like, hey guys, we got to get back. We've got snack break at eleven. Yeah, and it's like, or, or hey guys, I know camp's been awesome. God really moved, but don't forget about our fall kickoff thing. We're gonna have a mudslide. Yeah, You're like what? What? Is that, like a disaster. Well, it might be. We'll see. Right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I think I think that's it's huge, Zach. And I, I think the opportunity to come together, even even with it online, and just know that. You know, I'm, I'm a group of, you know, uh, so many other youth pastors all over the country. They're going to be focusing on this thing, you know, praying together. Those kind of things that I think is going to be uh, re- really, really valuable. And it's a boat theme. It's which, a boat theme. I mean, if you want to watch it on a
0: boat, Chad and I are going to be checking yeah, it out yeah. from a boat. You know, we just figure that's a good time just to be on the boat uh, watching the old live stream of launch. Um, but there is something, and that's probably the second part of the launch thing that's worth noting, Is the crew of other ministers that goes with you? Um, I, I, I wish. I I know that like we say it often because of some of the things that we're about and kind of the ministry that's kind of been entrusted to our care and our passion, but the longevity and the health of ministers is not often determined by like the size or growth of their ministry, but by the support that they receive from their. Their spouse, their senior pastor, and their peers of ministers. Like, ironically, like how healthy you feel about your student ministry, uh, like the students in that ministry are like number four or five on the list, right? Like, if you feel supported by leadership, you've got other ministers that are like pouring into you and cheering you on and praying for you. You have open and honest dialogue with your spouse you're probably healthier in ministry than if you had 20% extra kids show up for the lock-in event that you were planning.
1: Yeah. Or for many out there who are listening that you finally realized, Hey, I need to be one of the ministers pouring in, right? Like that's huge
0: as well. And that is, that is something uh, I hope that this year at launch that we can carve out the right time to say, and to create space to do, because there is something and I, and it happened on Twitter the other day. um, Like there is a, shortage of deep growing um, enriching ministers pouring into other youth ministers. Mm. And I, I don't there's some I think there's some theories on where that's coming from, but like there there's a like a vacuum of youth ministers pouring into other ministers. There's so many people that are hungry for ideas or things to do or activities or borrow or use or this or that. Um, but we, if, if you're hearing this and you've been in ministry for a minute and you still feel called and compelled and passionate about it, would you not hear that maybe a piece of your calling isn't just where you're entrusted to, but some of those who you're entrusted to that are of a similar context, uh, of, of a, of a shared experience that your story of how you either grew up in a healthy ministry and that's a, a passion and a goal for you or how you grew up in a youth ministry that was absent from you and how it's a redemption for you, how you care for young people because you were not cared for. Um, there are other youth pastors that need your story. If you would lend your time, if you would share your experience, if you just listen to what they have to say and offer wisdom, that's something that's been at the very core of, of our friendship and relationship, that we make each other better by not just what we have to say, but what we have to listen and, and
1: hear. All right, so tell us. How do, you, how do you get signed up? How do, what All that kind of deal.
0: Yeah, so we'll tag all the links in the show notes below, but uh, you can go to the studentministry.lifeway.com, hit the launch banner. Uh, and get signed up for it. You can get the pre-guide from Chad. It'll get you prepped wow. and ready.
1: Really, just read the pre-guide. You don't even have to come to launch. Yeah,
0: it's I mean. it's it's fancier than any kind of napkin you could buy at home. And and, and then check out the event Thursday, August nineteenth, uh, and, and invite a friend. Bring a friend. To, I know it sounds weird, like a virtual event. But last year for launch, we had people that were like watching it together, like ordering pizzas and like throwing it up on like their office TV or like their youth room screen. And I think that's a powerful, powerful metaphor of like we literally yeah. are in. It together. So yeah, if you got you and your buddy in a boat and you're gonna watch it on your iPad, wow that, that's, that's that's strong. Now buddy. you're you're a boat
1: guy, right? Like
0: we, we should have lived with that I, I love boats. So what does that mean? Uh, well like I grew up on boats. I grew up around boats and so like we, you <laughs> like you, baby Moses? <laughs> a tiny little baby and they put me in a little boat and they floated me. No I uh so I think some kids grow up like playing like uh like 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 uh like club ball where they'll go like you know, every weekend is like a volleyball game or a baseball game or whatever. Like I grew up every weekend was the lake. So like if it was just warm enough at all, we would go to the lake and like in the fall and the spring we'd fish and in the summer we would like tube and wakeboard and water ski. Like, so like in some circles we talk about being like lake rats, right? We'd grow up and we would just be like those kids that like barely wore shoes and like lived in your board shorts all weekend. And then we'd get back Saturday night late and go to church on Sunday, like that was just like what, because in Oklahoma, we don't have like the beach. So it's like the lake and they're not like pretty legs, but it's water and it's fun. And boats make it even more fun. Yeah. Whether you're like driving fast or fishing or kayaking, like any kind of boat, any kind of size. like You got you
1: got I'm any here for like it. good boat stories?
0: Um, so the, my favorite boat story is, it's a dangerous one. Uh, yeah. It was when I was a teenager and I was just old enough to like be driving the boat on my own with like my dad in the boat yeah. with me. And started bringing high school buddies. Well, my brother brought one of his buddies, and they had the wave runners. We had a boat and a wave runner growing up because that's you know that's like the power pack. We've made it. it, Right, you've got like the big boat, little boat. Well, I'm pulling my buddy Dave on the boat, and he's like kneeboarding. Everybody's got a buddy Dave. Everybody's got a buddy named Dave. My Dave was like the most Daviest of all the days. He was very. He was never a David. He was always Dave. And he's on this knee board uh, and he wore glasses uh, that were pre necessary and he had his glasses off, so he didn't really see right. what was going on. Well, across the way of this very small lake, like jokingly, like it was basically the two boats, like our two boats were the yeah. only boats on the lake. Uh, my brother and his best friend were riding on the Wave Runner, and both of them required glasses and at the time had taken their glasses off. So we're driving in a straight line and so were they, but they're driving in a very fast straight line. And it's very clear they don't see us, but I don't see them until it's too late. And so they go slamming into the back quarter of our boat and fly over the top of our boat and land on the other side of the water. And Dave, because of the thing, like getting shocked so hard and me hitting stop, just is out in the middle on the kneeboard and just kind of sinks down. (laughs) And he has no idea what's happened because he's virtually blind. And he says, is everybody okay? We all were. There was some boat damage, some fiberglass that we got to fill. Oh my God. But it was the most terrifying moment for me uh, because it literally snuck up on me. It yeah. was one of those moments we were driving in a straight line and they came zipping. Like I knew they were out there, but they came zipping up, not beside us, but behind us, and eventually ride into us. And so my dad from the shore could be heard across the entire lake. Really? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Two boats two boats it's so that's one entire it. lake it's <laughs> so that's that's been always one. my dad has some good lines from growing up and one of them is two boats so if we ever are out and about we'll be like dad two boats two boats and so for anybody at home has ever been involved in because it can be sometimes scary a little bit unknown but the a boating accident uh, where everybody's good we're all safe um but maybe make sure everybody's you know trained on operating the watercraft vessel. And if they require corrective lenses, maybe enforce that. Yeah. Probably
1: pretty good. So in high school, me and uh two other buddies of mine. So there are three of us, uh, my buddy Chase, he had, uh, he had two wave runners that we were going to take out. To oh, lake. perfect. That's yeah. just a recipe for disaster. We, and we were complaining on the way out there. It's like, we knew that one of them would always have to have two, two people, people. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> But he he had like they were both big like three seater seatus, yeah. and um, so we get out there. One of them will not start. Okay, so we're down to one seadoo. <laughs> but we're like we will not be deterred. Right? So we like we launch we're towing out. it you're like one pull in the other. <laughs> we launch out. We're all three on this Sea-Doo. perfect, and we're we're riding around just everywhere. like the ad told you to. And but slowly but surely, like. The thing just keeps rolling on us, right? And we're like, what is happening? And we realize we forgot to put the plug in. Oh, that's real. That is very real. so real. real. Now there's water inside of the Sea-Doo, right? That will, won't allow all three of us to get up on it. Okay. Because it just rolls. It rolls over. And we've rolled it enough that it's now like, I mean, it's just waterlogged, like all these kind of things. It, it's not starting and we are in the middle of the lake and like this deal we are the only people out not on there. this lake and it's probably like four o'clock in the afternoon at this point nobody else is coming yeah no so we're like we got to swim this dude in and so we begin to swim like pulling this sea dew along with us, but really just more like th- thankfully we didn't leave it because we were so far away from the shore yeah we we had something to like hold on to to swim while you're swimming. Yeah, and so we were, uh, eventually like we were so tired, and it started. I mean, by the time we got to shore, it was dark. We swam for probably I mean four hours just to get it back, just to get it back. Dang. And like I mean, we were all cramping up, we're throwing up, everything, dude. It was miserable.
0: God, that tiny plug ruined the whole the day. whole thing. The whole it was thing.
1: just done. Mm. But what a great memory. <laughs>
0: And I love it, and that's and I think there's a there's there's so many. Our friend Matt, uh, who writes uh, for a lot of youth ministry innovation and stuff, talks about how every illustration that's significant in Scripture probably has like a nautical like basis. Mm-hmm. And I think there is something the more we unpack some of those stories of, of what it means to be in virtually the unknown on some kind of small floaty craft uh, is a pretty strong metaphor for the way in which we experience. Uh, faithfulness, the ways in which we experience uh, the necessity of each other uh, and the ways in which we should um, consider all all the ways in which we need to stay afloat so uh, excited for our folks hopefully you'll join us for launch August 19th and uh, until then we'll see you back next week on the youth ministry booster podcast
1: uh, snap.